Last time on Travellers of the Unknown, Ashes from Time. Plague Master Harriet is a, uh, a very troubled young man who's fled his homeland. Harriet exits the dock, walks into Trident Square. Think of this as like Fantasy Venice. Well, is a dragonborn cast away from his homeland, taken in by a halfling. Bryn the Bard Boy, half elven bard. His invention, the Keita. Harriet, he reaches Overflow Tavern. Interest is only for travel. Couple horses in the Overflow, the tavern. Make his way over to the Overflow. Heading to the small shop, the trinkets of Trident. Free men running in your direction. Hey, stop that half-elf over there! Rin is actually very stealthy. He's able to lose him. I split out and look for it! Heads into the overflow. Trident's prize talent. Right next to Harriet. I go and say, right here. The two have sat next to Harriet. Oh, Dip, I wonder if this episode's gonna have actual conflict in it. Uh, let's find out. Travelers of the Unknown Ashes, Ashes from Time. Trinkets of Trident, part two. Okay, I'm gonna start. You guys shut the fuck up while I do my intro. Okay, hi uh, guys. Fucking shut up. It gets picked up on my microphone when you talk. Hi, um, so this might sound a little weird, and that's because me and Matt and James are all in the same place for this one. Uh, oh, this Hello. Oh, my Take fucking Paris days. Nice, that's disgusting. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Shut the fuck up. I don't know if this is a, I don't know if this is a new recording or if this is uh, continuing on from a previous one because the editing has been up in the fucking air. I don't know what episode this is. We're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Shut the fuck up. Wait, if you talk over me, it goes on my recording. And then you're just in the background. I guess it doesn't matter that bad if you're just in the background. This is horrible. <laughs> Let's get back into it. So as we uh, left off, we have uh, Gullir, Bryn, and Harriet at the bar, sat at the bar together. Do you have, Does everyone remember what was going on previously? Uh, if, I remember, if I may recap for us, I'd come in here off of a boat. Gullir was doing some wicked hot tricks, literally, because he was lighting up cigarettes with his flame head. Very good, Matt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, uh, Callum. Callum, what's your character called? <laughs> <gasps> what the fuck, dude? It's the one we made first. Aaron Scott. Aaron Scott? Bryn, no, you, it's Bryn, you ass. So it's because it's changed his name. Bryn the I'm bar sorry. boy, dude. Bryn the bar boy was being chased by some bad boys. Really bad boys. A big bad hole. I think I might have pickpocketed him. Just saying. Anybody pick up where we were at any point? I was buying Gorlier a drink, I think. Yeah. Harriet was leaning away, trying not to be, to be drawn into your shenanigans. Like a little lone wolf. Being a moody little fucker. Yeah, he was. I'm going to stick my finger in your mouth. <laughs> oh, please do. Being a moody little cunt that's not fun to roleplay with. <laughs> if, I, if I pick his nose in anger... <laughs> I'll open my nostrils especially wide for you. <laughs> That's weirdly sexual coming from Gorlia. Gorlia was excited and his nostrils widened. As Gorlia's nose is his erogenous zone, is that a thing? <laughs> it is. Bryn can tickle it with his ponytail. Ooh. Or Harriet can tickle it with his feather. And it gets him off. Ceremonials. It's a deep. Anyway, Callum, go order a drink. Fuck, I'm not ready for this. Yeah, you are. God, I have. No, I am not. I haven't fucking prepped myself. God. The bartenders were. There was a uh, a gnome and an elf as well. Okay. <laughs> Should I start? And that will help. Yeah, maybe? please. Okay. Uh, we'll go from where you two have just sat down, and uh, the elven bartender walks up and goes, "All right, mate. Uh, anything I can get for you?" You're right, lad. 
I'll get two pints of mead. Two pints of mead. All right, then uh, that's going to be a couple of Electrum pieces for that. I hand the pieces over, slide them across the bar. Right, he takes them. I think we need to put a rule for the podcast. Less money talk, because fuck. It's boring. No one cares about the exchanging of money. I do. Uh, so you do that, and he hands you the two pints of mead. There you go, mate. Enjoy that. Cheers, lad. Wait, are they both for you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both mine. Bryn empties them down his face. <laughs> I hand one over to Gawlia. I lift my glass to go cheers. I don't know why, but on top of my laptop at home, I'm actually holding up a fucking imaginary glass right now. I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> I feel like James should do the same. James, James is James was doing the same. Mate, can I make some smoke at the t- in yeah. my mouth and then like we put can... it the tank until it looks like our brews are like mystic and shit. Ooh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. To make it fantasy so, tank. Gawler takes fantasy it. tankards. Fuck me. Gawler whisks his tongue, creating two pl- little plumes of smoke, emptying it on the two tankards, and they cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Good noise, good noise, guys. Oh, two two plastic bottles banging together. Hold on, I could probably do a better noise right now. Yeah, wait, yeah, we literally cheers. have glasses. Yeah. Wait, are they cheers? Right, are they cheers? <laughs> there we go. Oh, dear. James, I want you to say something in character voice. Um, oh, I don't have the drag- dragonic thing up there. Um, <laughs> I have dragon voice. Oh, um, <laughs> is that it? Is that your dragon voice? Think about, look at Golia. Look at this character and think how he would talk. What's up, mate? <laughs> D&D podcast now with 80% goofs and 20% D&D <laughs> oh Jesus Harriet looks at these two uh, not particularly wanting to be associated with this crew and uh, and kind of shuffles in his seat a little bit oh, I, I am um, in your debt for this delicious pint thank you very much you may, you've made me feel very welcome Golly is much sexier sounding than I thought you would be well, I can't do dragon I can't go <laughs> nah, just, do, just do the sexy voice it was fine okay the bartender's gonna fuck off then and you guys are just left to your own devices drinking from the other end of the bar the door kind of the saloon doors are gonna slam open and um, into the crowd is gonna run this kind of ragged looking he looks very much like a commoner like his outfit is just like a, some kind of thrown on jacket and some dirty shirt just a knife and, and a sword and everything oh beside his dad. He runs in and he goes, Jacob, you've got to be in here somewhere. It's the only place we haven't checked. Uh, a more overweight partner of his comes out with kind of a bigger nose and he goes, you're right, you're right. There's absolutely, it's got to be in here, man. It's got to be in here. And they both get pushed away by this guy with sleek hair and this l- kind of big flowing trench coat as he walks in looking all proud of himself. And it was the guy who um, originally started chasing you, Bryn. Bryn kind of pulls the hood of his cloak just over just a tip further and starts to lean over the bar. Okay, and the guy has a big um, scar through his eye because I'm doing more character work on him now because I've had time to think about him. And he walks in and I'm going to actually say, Matt, that somebody in the bar does what you did. They go, who's Jacob? <laughs> and, that- <laughs> and the guy goes, I'm Jacob. Jacob Nail. And nobody steals from me and lives to tell the tale. <laughs> and so- I'm a big fan of this situation. <laughs> Jesus. Jacob Nail pulls from his uh, from his back. He pulls a scimitar, oh, hello. which is a big fucking curved pirate blade. They're fucking cool, yeah. I'll be honest. I thought you were gonna say he pulls a nail. No, he pulls a. <laughs> it has a nine-inch nail. Who needs something fixing? Who needs something fixing? Okay, and and he's gonna like start looking around the bar, and the bartender gets up and goes, "What the hell's the meaning of all this going on right now?" Yeah. <laughs> and Jacob Nail. Uh, kind of looks around and he goes pissed and he points to the skinny man and he goes 
Edis! And he points to the tubby man and he tells him, split up and search the bar. Piston Edis, go off around the bar and start looking. They start flipping tables. I thought he was just coming in the room going, piston land. <laughs> no, he's like talking. Those are his goonies. I like Crab and Goyle, Piston Edis. He tells them to go and search the bar. They go off and start looking around. So Bryn, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to need you to roll another stealth roll just to see whether they immediately find you or not. Oh, God. Okay. Shit. Oh, here we go. So if you start a fight, I'm going to have to jump in as well because I'm in your debt. So. You, yeah. I will jump in as well. A dragon. Oh, yes. Fuck. I've got a dragon friend. Dragon <laughs> Oh. It's an eight, but um, I'll, take, I'll give you advantage, though, because because of the situation you're in with the cloak and everything. Oh. Oh, good. So 19. Damn. Damn. Okay, so you're the stealthiest motherfucker in the world and they definitely don't find you. But actually, you're so stealthy that actually I'm going to have Jacob Nail is actually going to walk up to the bar and he's actually beside Harriet right now. And he comes in and he leans on the counter with both hands and he goes, listen, if you're keeping this guy in here, I want him out, all right? He's a criminal. He's a criminal and he's a dirty fucking half-breed as well. And the bartender kind of looks at him as he's polishing a glass and goes, half-breed, huh? Uh, what do you mean by that? Some fucking elf fucked some some human broad, right? And they made some in-between, some half-elf or whatever. The bartender kind of narrows his eyes at him and goes, I am actually quite familiar with what a half-elf is, you know. In fact, my mother is one, as a matter of fact. Oh, shit. Jacob Nail kind of looks a little taken back and kind of straightens up and he goes, Yeah, well, he stole from me. It doesn't matter anyway. You're if you if you've got him here, you're riding a fucking criminal right now. The bartender kind of actually glances over to the counter where you guys are sat, and for a brief moment, Bryn, you feel like he may have made eye contact with you, and then he he puts his gaze back to Jacob Nail and goes, "You're free to search the bar, but I can't tell you we're gonna have what you're looking for." So Jacob Nail kind of huffs, straightens himself up, and he goes. All right, then. We will search the bar, but no more tipping over tables or I'll have you thrown out, okay? All right, then. Uh, they all split up and go look in other places. Uh, they're searching the bathrooms and all these other places, and there's now silence as they walk away from the main bar. Harriet leans forward at the barkeep and asks, Are these regulars or yours? It's Jacob Nail. Everybody in Trident knows who he is. He's a, he's a common con man, you know? He seems to be a man of authority, yet his morals are not that straight. He seems to think he owns this town just because he's got a lot of dough. Not that he earned it in an honest way, anyway. I don't see how he's any better than a common pickpocket, and he looks at Bryn again. <laughs> Wouldn't happen to be you by any chance, would it? Me? No, mate. No, no. I mean, there's plenty of half-elves in here, aren't there? Do you want to roll us deception? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go for it. Oh my lord. Oh, that's a 25 wow. deception. Okay. You so... just Leonardo DiCaprio'd him. That's how fucking <laughs> convincing that was. Bartender nods to himself and goes, All right then, fair dues. Kind of asshole shouldn't be talking like that about you anyway. Uh, I was being serious. My mother actually is a half elf. You, no bad blood here, my friend. Good to know, friend. And then Brink kind of puts his head down a little further and um, looks into his ale for a bit, or a mead even. Across the ocean, there's still liars and thieves. Nothing changes. Harriet kind of recoils in his chair, straightens up, uh, finishes what's left on his plate, and, and goes to leave. He starts to stand up. The guys are still searching the bar. Anything else you guys want to do now that Harriet's getting up to leave after making that comment? Yeah, I'll say to the bartender, right? Um, that gentleman behind us seems quite uh, troubled, if you ask me. Well, we got all sorts of trouble folks coming in down here from the docks. It's nothing new. So you'll say he's from 
overseas. Well, he did say he came down from overseas. Uh, this is a dark town after all. We get lots of travelers in. Uh, where are you from, sir? I thought you've probably never heard of it. I'm a, there's this uh, small village. I'm actually looking for transport myself. These boats you talk about, they, uh, they use water. Is that right? Yeah, we never heard of a boat before. You must not be from around here. I am uh, from a sheltered village. I apologize. I've only just learned what a horse is. I've never. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if it's any consolation, I've never, I've never met a dragonborn before. We are of a rare breed. If you're looking for transport, boat's probably the way to go around this town. You can hire one for a fair price. Um, if you look to Jewels of the Tide, you might find something. Or the the Anchors Inn, they tend to loan out some boats. But uh, for more permanent travel, uh, I don't know if I can help you. Might have some people in here looking to sell a horse. Not a clue. Harriet stops on the way out and turns. A horse. What sort of person would be selling a horse? He points over to the smoking lounge at, 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 at like a, the, the crowd of people and goes, there might be someone in there. People sell horses here all the time. They bring them out to a crowded place, wait around all day, see if there's some newcomer coming in from the tide, needs some transport. It's easy sell. Thank you kindly. Uh, Harriet brushes himself down and walks towards the smoking lounge, very narrowly slipping past one of uh, the goons that is searching the bar, uh, making a brief snarl at them as they as they turn their back on him. You got any input for right now, Bryn? Bryn, no. Bryn's trying to stay quiet. <laughs> I mean, if he raises his voice. I'm surprised uh, Bryn hasn't tried to, to, to get out yet. I mean, they see someone in a dark cloak leaving. It's going to be... A little suspicious fucking... Okay, so they're still they're still looking around. They come back up to the bartender and they go... Jacob Nail goes, Listen, buddy, I'm pretty fucking sure that we searched everywhere else. So unless this guy jumped in the water and swam away, he's going to be here, okay? And we can't find him anywhere. So if you're hiding him, you better, you better let him up right now, okay? Or I'm going to get fucking violent. Harry. And he takes out his shimitar and actually points it towards the, the barman. And the barman's kind of in, in, a, in a frozen shock. Like, you can bring it a little brave and fucking roll another deception. Yeah, I mean, what, what is the lie you want to tell first? Putting on a fucking fake voice so he can tell this guy to fuck. <laughs> I think that be might be more performance. Ah, oh, that's true. Also, gonna say uh, Harriet will always intervene when innocents are being threatened. So, uh, if you guys don't do something, Harriet probably will. Well, the button is now being threatened because yeah. this guy's very fucking angry about that's his money I mean. being taken. Exactly. What well, can I roll? Fucking performance for a fake yeah, voice. Yeah, I mean, you got to do it first. You can't roll and then do it. You got to do it then roll. Get ready for my best fake voice. Here we go. <laughs> well, I tell you what, mate. There's no half elf in here, so you best start trawling the river. <laughs> that was great. That was pretty good. That was <laughs> fucking cool. I called it. Fucking roll. Okay, you're gonna roll performance. Oh, deception. I'm not sure actually. Performance. Ooh, I'll let you roll deception as well. Oh. Ooh. I mean, that's a pretty good roll, but you are just, you have, so have you actually turned to him or are you still speaking from under? Oh, God, cloak? man. Speaking from under cloak. I'm not gonna let him see my face. Jeez. Okay, when you say that. Um, Jacob Nail, who is so fucking strung up right now, swings around at the person who dared fucking talk to him, grabs you by the collar and kind of lifts you, swinging his scimitar near you and going, listen mate, if you're trying to fuck with me, I... And he pauses because I'm pretty sure having picked you up, he's probably going to recognise you. Would that be fair to say? Right, well, um... Yeah, I guess in which case... Okay, he's recognised you. This is the fucking guy. And he's gonna go to swing at you. 
with his scimitar, and I think we're actually going to roll... I was going to say... Gourlier, just for the record here, are yeah. you going to defend your Yeah, yeah I'm going to do yeah, something before he does do it. Something. All right. What about you, Harriet? What's going on with Harriet, you? Okay, so although he's crossed the room, he's looking out and he's getting more and more frustrated, and he's starting to pull his mask from his bag. Okay, so I'm going to say we all got... All of you have to roll uh, initiative now. Uh, Gourlier with a 14. Bryn with a, Bryn with seven. a 7. Harriet with a s- 9. nine. Fucking hell. I'm so bad. <laughs> can, I, can I can I do something then? Pist has just come out of the bathroom and Edis was uh, over here. You can see where I'm putting him. Edis was to the right of the of the bar. So we're near Harriet. Yeah, near Harriet. So is is the bloke just about to hit Brim with a skimmer? Yeah, just about to save me, baby. Oh, I've got I've got something in plan for this. Have you? Yeah, I have. Because he gets the first move, so I get the first move. So oh shit! Obvious was to take the stool and smack the guy over the head. No, I got a better idea. Just pick up the entire. Flicks him across the picks room. Picks up the entire sword, nails him with it over the head. That'd be great. I've got a better idea though. Oh jeez. Pick up the bar, right? And then <laughs> pick up the bartender. Pick up the bartender. Swing him around like a big man club. <laughs> got a good plan, right? I'll just pick up. I'll just pick up. You know, there's this couch over here. I'm just fucking swing it out. Not a problem. Pick up the entire inn. Pick up the inn. I'll just pick up the town. Hit it with the inn. It's the entire town. Okay. Right. So, I actually, I think because Jacob Nail initiated the attack, he has advantage on the initiative. Oh, no. Right. So, I'm just going to do this again, and we'll see. And that's a 20. Oh, oh fucking no. hell, really? No, he's not going to hurt Brent. So I'm pretty sure if he's picked you up and he's a second from hitting you, it makes sense. You couldn't, you can still get him, dude. I guess first in the in the turn order is Jacob Nail. Fuck. And he's just going to fucking attack Bryn with his scimitar. And we'll maybe Bryn will dodge it. Who knows? Here we go. He rolled a five with seven. Oh, five. Uh, what's your armor? Is it? It's higher than five, isn't it? Yeah, it's eleven, mate. Okay, Bryn was able to dodge that shit. Uh, I'm gonna say you wriggled out of his grasp, yeah, but now you're just his stood head, next to him. His neck goes into his cape like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's just left holding my cloak. <laughs> Next up, Gaulier. Gaulier finished. He's mid-swig while this is happening. Right? <laughs> he put, puts down the pint, throws the tankard up in the air, catches it, and just full-on swings at the bloke, punches the him with the tankard. You like. fantasy bottled him, James. <laughs> you fantasy bottled him. <laughs> That's great. Who bottles it? I'm not sure what to roll for that. <laughs> I know, because my battle axe. I'm not attacking my battle axe. I suppose if you really quick, just add a weapon fucking tankards. When you make a melee attack, you strength, you gain plus two bone. When you make a melee attack using strength, you gain a plus two to the damage roll. Oh, could I... Yeah. Oh wait, that's only while you're raging. Do you want to end a rage? Well, he's just grabbed my friend who bought me a pint. I, I might as well. If that's not a friendship, I don't know why. Gaulier <laughs> has entered rage. You can kind of see the fire burning in his eyes. You have advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. When you make a melee attack, you get plus two bonus damage. You have resistance, half damage, to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing, which is awesome. Rage lasts for one minute, which in, in terms of D&D time is ten rounds. <laughs> Right, so if, if I say for that, roll an unarmed attack. You roll a uh, 16, so you defo hit him, and you have done 4 plus 2, 8, no, 6 that, damage. That off. hurt me inside, I'll be honest. I am a fucking moron. All right, you did 6 damage to him with the beer bottle, and I'm also going to say he's fucking taken aback, and he's going to stumble back and a alcohol. bit. Wait, hang on. What alcohol was it? Mead. Just like generic beer. Why? Is mead flammable? Mm. I think most... No. 
Is it? I don't know. Is it? The, is the percentage of alcohol high enough? I don't think just a beer is, is beer would be. No, because it's basically just fantasy beer. Mead is far too flammable. Hold up. Hold up. Or might be. Hold might up. be. No, I, I don't think it is. I think I just found someone's shitly titled fan fiction. Sorry if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna say he stumbled back a bit. Okay, okay next in the turn order is pissed. Uh, who's just come out of the fantasy toilets. And uh, Pist is going to... Because uh, Harriet hasn't made any sort of attack or any sort of indication that he's hostile yet, Pist is just... Even though Pist is near Harriet, he's going to run over to Gaulier. Uh Plague Master Harriet's go. He's not directly involved with the conflict yet. Um, so do I have uh, sort of... Can I come up behind someone put my sickle to their neck and intimidate them. You want to try and do that to Pissed? Oh my god. Sure, yeah, let's go with Pissed. You're going to do a Metal Gear Solid <laughs> Go fuck yourself, James. Where are your friends? Okay, you're yeah. going to have to do a stealth roll to do Can that. Can you find a boss? Uh, got an eight. However, because the guy doesn't even know you're fucking coming, I think that's pretty good to give you um, advantage. So you actually got a 20. So Do I have to do intimidation as well? You could if you wanted to say something I've intimidating. Got mask, I've got my mask on at this point. Okay, you've got your mask on and you're holding your sickle to his throat. Say, say some intimidating shit. No one else dies tonight. Or I'll cut you dent to end and split. Oh, fuck, that was terrible. <laughs> no, it was good, it was good, it was good. Okay, let me do it properly now. <laughs> um, okay. No one else takes violence tonight, or I will gut you from end to end and send you back to your boss. Do you hear me? That's pretty good. Dude, roll, roll some intimidation. That was even you. more intimidating with an echo, I'll be honest. Dude got a seven. Wasn't that intimidating? <laughs> So that's what he thought he was saying. You wouldn't stop it from beneath the mask. <laughs> Pissed is a cowardly boy. Yes. And you did sneak up on him, and you have got a thing to his throat, which I think is going to give you some perks to all that. So I'm going to go ahead and say that's enough to get him rattled. Oh, so he's yeah. definitely paying attention. He's like, oh fuck, dude. Is there any way I can basically send him running without fighting him? If you scare him enough, yeah. Pissed goes, what the fuck? Who, who the hell is this guy? Get, hey. Jacob, Jacob, this guy's got a got a got a sickle to my throat. He's got a he's got a bendy sword. He's got a bendy. with that mask on. You look like Psycho Mantis from Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Every time you hear a thump, it's me smacking James. James, James, did you play Metal Gear Solid last night by any chance? Like, no, I didn't. No, that's just how James is all the time. He thinks in metrics of Metal Gear. That's <laughs> all he does. Nanobots, what? <laughs> okay, now it's Brinsgo. Brinsgo, well, he's gonna fucking take a step forward to Jacob now. Gonna draw his rapier, rapier. Oh, he's gonna take a little fucking stab at this boy. Ooh. You could call him a cunt. Call him a cunt. Call him a cunt. <laughs> well, it's too moral damage. <laughs> Minus two more. Oh, he called me a cunt. Mum! Whatever. Alright, I'm gonna fucking attack him. Let's go. Do, do your roll. Did roll. You attack with five, which is not enough to get his armor, so he's able to dodge you. Oh. No. Now we're gonna Edis. Uh, Edis is gonna run in to defend his boss. He just has a big bit of wood with him. Runs over to Bryn and attacks with the club. Oh. Jesus fucking Fuck Christ. Me. With the critical roll. And he, he did a critical, so he does extra damage. Yeah, he fucking just brings out his club, whacks Bryn on the fuck, straight on the fucking head, and does six bludgeoning damage. Mm. Jesus Christ. Fuck Jesus, I'm fucking, I'm not okay. Bryn is fucking staggering. Bryn is in trouble. Oh, God. Oh, no, it's Jacob Nails go. <coughs> oh, no. Oh, fuck. Callum. Why did I try it? Why did I try it? Oh, Callum. He could have left. And... Jacob Nail swings at you with his scimitar. Oh no. Oh no. Wait, what's your what's your what's 11. your armor? 
He did it. I'm out for the count. Oh, fuck. He just slashes Bryn across the chest and Bryn is fucking unconscious. No, Jesus. Bryn, you're down on the ground. You're unconscious. Well, at least I don't have to do anything for the rest of the turn. Fuck him. So Bryn is now unconscious and Jacob Nail's like, that's what you get. And now, now it's Gorlias. <laughs> he's enraged. They've just touched his bard boy. So bard he's bard. about to... Come on, James. <laughs> get that code attack going. Co- yeah, actually, yeah. that. Flame. Yours was a 15-foot cone. Right. Which, if I remember right, means you will be able to get Jacob Nail and Edis at the right. same time. Right, let's do it there. Let's okay, do it. so they both have to do a dexterity saving throw. Okay, here's what I'm going to just say. I'm going to say if they get below 10, it's a fail. If they get above 10, it's a success. Okay. They still do half. They still do damage if they succeed. Jacob Nail, a 9, so he failed. Edis. 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 Eat this fire, boy. <laughs> 16, Edith succeeds. Oh, so Edith just leaves his master. No, 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 he, he was able to... He still does some damage. Uh, with eccentric primal rage, Gawler turns to face the two enemies, grinds his teeth together, and just lets out the biggest fucking fart. fart. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. Flames go both ways, baby. Gawler grinds his teeth together, yells, and then lets out the biggest big cone of fucking flames. Wall of flame tyranting towards two enemies. everyone, this is Chrissy. This is just a mid-roll bit that I'm recording to add to the old episodes that didn't have one. Um, I just wanted to quickly credit Winter Garten for our theme music, which is Summer Fargle, and Mort Garson for much of the other music used. Additional sounds are sourced from freesound.org, and anything else particular to the episode is linked in the episode description. If you enjoy the show, follow us on facebook.com slash travellersoftheunknown, on Twitter at TOTUcast, or you could join our Discord server for live updates and to chat with the community. The link to join it is in every episode's description and on all the social medias. That's all from me, and the back to the boys. Uh, roll 2d6. Seven damage to Jacob Nail. Uh, that's flame damage as well. Yeah, so, so he's on fucking fire now. Alright, uh, and I'll also do Edus as well. You gotta roll another. Roll another. Five, damn. Uh, both Edus and Jacob Nail are now burnt and tattered and they're looking pretty fucking worse for wear. Like, they're just like looking at you in shock. Now it's Pist's turn. Pista's just seen this happen as well. So he's actually even more... Pista's in your arms, yeah. Pista's even more scared now. He's actually... He may have pissed his pants. <laughs> Pista's like, oh, fucking hell. I, I don't want to be here, man. You let me go. I'll just go. I don't get paid enough for this, man. I don't get paid enough for this. So, is, that, is that his turn? Is that his turn? Or? Roll one for Piss Pants. Piss is just fucking afraid. I, I, he doesn't do anything. If Aaron Scott had to roll for Piss, surely Piss does as well, right? <laughs> so Piss, Piss doesn't want to do anything. He's too fucking scared, uh, too intimidated. We're going to Plague Master Harriet Okay, now. so Harriet turns around with the blade hooked under his chin like a claw. Looks deep into the black tinted uh, glass of his, go- his mask uh, and holding him by the scruff says... I don't know what he says actually. He doesn't say anything. He marches him towards the bar, dude. He marches him towards the bar. So just over to where everyone else yeah. is. Makes him stare at the incinerated people. The burning people. Yeah. yeah. Looks deep into into his eyes through the, the black of his mask. Says, "We suggest you run." Ooh, Nelly. 
And you know what, Matt? You know what? Pissed delayed his turn. That is a move that you can do in D&D. You can delay your turn to a later act, to a later turn for whenever you want to do something. You've just brought him over to his boss. As you, you've let him go, right? Yeah, well, he's, he's under the, the blade like that. Oh, so you've still got the blade to like, him. I'm telling him to run out the door. Because Pissed is going to swing at you with his club. So he was terrified. And yeah, but now you've brought him over to his friends. He got an 11. That wouldn't, no, that, w- that wouldn't have been a hit. You can now do an attack as well as, as a response to that. I'm oh, fucking send him off scared headbutt headbutt him headbutt the cunt (laughs) I'm going to swing for him with my sickle then Uh, I'm going to swing for his neck Uh, yeah you hit it you get him right in the fucking neck and he's like and he like steps back with this big cut on his neck and he's bleeding you've done free damage to him so everybody's in a pretty bad shape right now Bryn it's your go you're going to have to do a saving throw come on boy I know what I'm doing don't worry what'd you get six six that's a fail yeah what does that mean if he gets three of those he's dead forever no way if he gets three successes he's alive again if he gets three failures and the character's dead now we go back to Edis Edis is fucking burnt and annoyed. I don't know how these guys haven't run off scared yet. He's pretty scared, and he's just seen Pissed get slashed as well. And yeah. Pissed has kind of stumbled back into his arms, and Pissed is going, All right, let's get the fuck out of here, let's get the fuck... And he's like, don't you fucking run away from me, dude. And Pissed just runs the fuck out the door. Pissed is fucking gone. Sweet. He's out of the situation, you're not going to see him again. And now Edis goes to run away as well, but Jacob now grabs him and goes, don't you leave me, we're not finished here, we took one of them down, we could take the other two down. And Edis kind of looks at the mage, and of the dragon and goes both covered in blood <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah sure boss we can take him down <laughs> he just holds his club in his hands shakily and he's he's running through the options in his head I want to tell you a picture of this paint a picture of this guy he's yeah. burnt he's been seared to a fucking crisp here right and he's covered in the blood of pissed as, as his blood kind of splattered all over you splattered all over him as gall as as Harriet sliced him in the neck he's on free HP and he's up against a, a, a dude a dude with healing spells and fire magic and a fucking dragon in rage <laughs> mode. I'll tell you what Edis is going to do, guys. Oh, no. Edis, <laughs> Edis raises his club, turns around, yes. and attacks Jacob Nail. Yes! <laughs> oh my god! And he hits Jacob Nail and does six bludgeoning damage and Jacob Nail is smashed with the club. His head smashes onto the counter and there's silence. Eyes pop out. And he's bleeding. And I'm pretty fucking sure Jacob Nail is dead. <laughs> the next person to go would have been Gulir. Do you want to spare Edus? All right, as he's still enraged, he's going to march up to Edus. Punch his head off. Grab him by the throat. <laughs> pick him up so his shoes fall off. <laughs> Gotta make sure his shoes fall off. Gotta make sure the shoes. The final embarrassment. (laughs) Goes, flicks his tongue as an intimidation, like builds up fire in his mouth, and um, slowly tickles him. (laughs) Tickles him. No, um, chokes him out, so he's just on the floor. Oh, so he's passed out, non-lethal. Non-lethal, just gonna take him down. Okay, he's on zero, and he's passed the fuck out on the floor, and we're out of combat. I I suggest healing, Brit. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, Do I need to roll for that, or can I just roll a one d eight plus three? That will be. Four. Roll. That's 11. He just healed you for 11. Oh, that's all of my health back. What a lad. Yay! Do you want to explain how you do that, Matt? Wiping the blood from his mask, Harriet raises his left hand and emits an ethereal light onto Bryn, rejuvenating his, his wounds 
and bring him back from the death. From the death. Fucking, I nearly had that. <laughs> it was really cool until that last syllable. So bring you back. Bring kind of sits up with a sudden like gasp of breath, kind of looks down at his chest to see the kind of where the cut was. Where the cut was, there's nothing there. He looks over to the knocked out Edith, then looks over to the bleeding Jacob Nail. It was just his head, like, caved in, fucking... <laughs> yeah, he's dead, dude. Uh, he fucking swings around to, to Gaulier and this unknown figure that he doesn't actually know yet. He goes, well, what the fuck happened here? <laughs> <laughs> what did I miss? As Bryn says that, uh, life kind of starts to return to the bar. All the people who'd been cowering while this fight was going on seem to be looking over and going... What's going on? And the bartender slowly kind of gets up from beneath the bar, like covered in shattered glasses and like there's some fire and everything. Like the bar's on fire a little bit, and he's like shaking. Did you want to say something, Joe? Yeah, I was gonna blink again out of my rage and turn around and just offer to help Renat from the floor and also apologize to the barman about the bar <laughs> maybe pat out some of the flames uh, I'm very sorry if I ever scared you so I will um, offer to help repair some of you uh, guys there's a kind of pause and then the bar and then the bartender kind of opens his hands and starts very slowly and the whole bar starts applauding you guys for having taken out the fucking the scum who had come in and were, were fucking up everyone's night and the little goblin the little drunk goblin from before and the little the little fucking gnome from earlier they both like raise their glasses to a toast and they say at the same time in their very different voices that I both do oh fuck um <laughs> to the dragon dude and, and then as they're drinking they stop and the, 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 the fucking goblin is like Oh, and the other guys. <laughs> Good job. Great job, guys. That dude was a fucking dick. I love the idea that, like, um, you guys saved the bar. And then, like, it's like a wooden beam. <laughs> like a light falls over. <laughs> it wasn't that you saved the bar. It's more that that dude yeah, is, yeah. is a known fuckhead. Well, I was speaking to the bar, but I just wanted, oh, you got a little... <laughs> yeah, on his head. No, wait, no. Cool here turns around, shrugs and shows... Anyone need a light? <laughs> Everybody loves Gaulier. Okay, so the bartender looks over Jacob now and is like, yeah, he's, he's definitely dead. And over at Edith, who is, who is not dead, and kind of um, kind of sighs, and he uh, motions to some other bar staff, and somebody goes to the doors and starts, um, essentially goes to the doors, and what they have on the side of the door is a small bell inside a little glass case, which the guy unlocks and takes out. And the bell has a little kind of plus sign on it, like a health thing. And they just bring it out and he rings it. And the ring kind of reverbs like across. You can hear it echoing and echoing and echoing. And then he turns around and goes, ambulance should be here in a, in a few minutes. That's crazy. I like that. And he goes over to Edith and he's like, yeah, he'll be fine. And the bartender's just like shaken up and he's like, well, guys, is there anything I can get you? Uh, let me return the favor to Bryn. What would you like, my friend? Oh, hold on now. Both of you lads... You just saved my fucking life. Anything you want, Sonny. Harry hasn't spoken in a while. He's just yeah. looking down at yeah. the blood tripping off his sickle. Well, that's fucking dark. Jesus. Just <laughs> <laughs> staring at this We're bloody drink, sickle. Dude, just, you just, oh. That's part of his character, man. <laughs> okay, okay. He tried to spare him. Do you guys want to say what you want, then? You want anything? Just, just some mead? Water in a bowl. Water in a bar is the most depressing thing you're gonna possibly <laughs> fucking order. Edgelord, you're like that one fucking guy where everyone's drinking. He's just, oh, I'll have a coke, please. Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to wipe down the weapon, and then I'll be the last to drink. 
Water in a bowl and a pint of mead. Water bowl and a pint of mead for the masked man it is. Oh yeah, pull take the mask off. <laughs> Takes the mask off, yeah. And I will have whatever you are having, friend. So he, he just gives you three things of mead on the house, I'm going to say. And he hands you the bowl of water to, to wash off your thing with. Or wash your faces with and everything. Yeah. You're rejuvenated. Um, Can I beckon over to Harriet so come... Yeah. Join yeah. us. Do you want to come join him? Harris yeah, so. The bar with his bowl of water and his mead. And I'm, uh. Now, if you don't mind me, gentlemen, while you're enjoying your drinks, I've got to mop up some blood. And so the bar, the bartender goes and grabs a mop and starts mopping up the blood beside you. And he's like, no, 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 enjoy your, enjoy your drinks. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to actually introduce each other to each other? Because you don't think you have As yet. Harriet, sitting between Bryn and Gulia, uh, starts to, with a damp cloth, clean off his blade. So who are you, boys? Well, the name would be Bryn, my friend. Bryn, bard extraordinaire. And I am Gulia. Gulia of Morningwood. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I feel like our characters are very, like, thematically yeah, different. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you're all sat next to the dead fucking body of Jacob <laughs> Bale right now as well. You can't, you can't see him. Every time, like, James starts giggling, he leans on my shoulder, like, for apology. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> yeah, for that. Yeah. It's very cute. It's a pleasure to meet you both. My name is Harriet. Well, Harriet, Gulia, I owe you two a debt that I probably can't repay, so if there's anything you want... I'll get it for you. I'll sort it out. Honest truth. You know any passage out of town and across the land? I know my way around, I. I need to get as far from this coast as possible. Huh. Okay. Okay. Well, if you give me a day, I can show you way down to the next town and can arrange some travel from there. So, so passage away from this city would revolve transport. I, too, also would like to travel. I don't suppose I could uh, tag along. I'm all down for it. Strength in numbers, I suppose. We did make a pretty good team back back there. Don't you agree? Aye, we we clink tankards together. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> that we did. Well, you guys made a good team. That's for sure. Right, give it time, friend. Your time will come. You made a good doormat, perhaps. <laughs> he says playfully. He what? says playfully. He punches him in the arm. <laughs> okay, um, Bryn, I am going to just give say now the thought crosses through your mind you have still got a job to do yeah no that's what i was saying well lads he says downing the rest of his tango of mead i'll meet you back here later but for now i've got a bit of business to take care of and kind of steps up the bar gives him a little bow and then turns oh, a little i fucking love the idea he gives him a yeah. little, that's brin that's so fucking brin giving a little bow fantasy dab, fantasy dab yeah he gives him a fantasy dab <laughs> you bow and dab as you go a fantasy dab is a dab but the arms go down and you flip mm. your fingers as you do it jesus that's fucking stylish <laughs> and then he begins to move away to the door of the bar um i turn to the barkeep you might happen to know where i can sleep tonight oh yeah there's a and the bar the barkeep kind of is still mopping up blood and he's like yeah there's an inn just uh down the road there Anchors in. Easy to sleep there. Aye, aye. Well, till tomorrow morning then, Galir. I shall see you. Our dreams. Well, I don't have any previous arrangements, so, uh, might I ask to tag along? I'm sure we can, uh, there's another room that I can <laughs> sleep in, unless you want to get down. You <laughs> <laughs> can't fuck every one of my characters. Oh, yes, he can. And he fucking will. <laughs> I 
I'll allow it. Don't call it Morningwood for nothing. Okay, look, let's move along. Let's move along. Yeah. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll leave the bar. Can I ask Chrissy what what's the sort of time now, like in game? Uh, I'm gonna say I don't remember what time it was when you arrived here. It's been fucking months since we did this. Yeah. It has been a good month since we last played, and I haven't listened back to any recordings yet. So now I'm gonna say it's like nearing midnight. It's very late. The town is much less busy. Well, Bryn is kind of nonchalantly strolling through the town. He makes his way over to a little shop labelled uh, Trinkets of Trident. And then, actually, I think, I think, does Bryn have thieves' tools? Okay, um, he's gonna find, he's gonna find it locked, uh, business has been closed for the day. Uh, he, um, heads over... However, you are able to hear murmurs coming from inside the building, so even though it's closed, there are still people in it. And can we pause right because I need a wee? No. <laughs> Pausing. Long tears apart. Okay. <laughs> I feel sorry for fucking. Then pissed, ran out the door, right? Yeah. Like, we could probably follow his blood trail. <laughs> you are dark. <laughs> I tried to. No, I want to heal him. Like, I want to heal him. I tried sorry. to save him. Honest, I want to heal him. I don't want to split him limb from him. I want to heal him by putting my knife in his fucking hand. You're going to tie him up again like the skeleton, aren't you? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, right. Hey, just before we do this, the inn actually does have a map screen. Let me just move that over. Let's just do this for a little while, get you guys in bed, and then we'll focus on Bren. You enter the inn. It's obviously much smaller. Um, Anchor's in. There's a a cheerful kind of, even this late in the evening, because... They'll probably get most of their customers this late in the evening. There's a cheerful kind of sailory song, kind of a kind of a kind of a shore song. Almost sounds like SpongeBob music. Uh, as you guys walk in, uh, you can see the stairs leading up to where the um, you can see the stairs leading up to the beds. And uh, there's a man sat at a desk. Um, there's actually I have a note here for this character. <laughs> there is a man sat at the desk in a sailor's uniform with a hat on, which has a large anchor on the hat. My. He looks up at you with glee, a manic smile on his face and in his eyes. Uh, he looks up and he goes, Oh, welcome! Welcome to Anchor's Inn! I am Anchor Tim! <laughs> what can I do you for, weary traveller? Welcome to the finest sleeping establishment in all of Trident. I'm looking at how my fucking audio spiked when I did that. Do you want to take the lead, Hickley? <laughs> yeah, because you probably know what to do in this situation. Oh, approach the fucking desk. I don't think you want to be that close. Oh, you've never seen an anchor. You're a good two steps away from okay. the desk. Well, of course, because Gaul is going to like, well, mad friend, that can't be cute, like a, because he's so jolly. Can we do like a fucking... Yeah. You fucking hand, he fucking, gla- he looks at the handshake like it's the best thing that's like, ever do, happened do, to him. Do, do this Oh, fuck. Oh, no, no, like, like that. Yeah, well met, friend. <laughs> he said hail and well met. What'll it be for you, a double or two singles? Two single. well. Two singles. <laughs> well, is probably going to need a double to fit in. Oh, yeah. Well, a double bed for myself and a single for my companion here, please. Very well. That'll be... And he says the money and you give him the money. I don't care about it anymore. And he books you in for your rooms and he goes, Those'll be upstairs. Is there anything in the world I can do for you? Yeah, Callum, yeah. the emotes are making this. Oh, <laughs> I am throwing my arms all over the place. Oh, this is great. Uh, yes, sir. My, my ass, what is that upon your head? <laughs> My anchor, friend! What is an anchor? I have never seen one before. What does it do? Anchor Tim kind of pauses and he's kind of like looking left to right and he's like, You've never heard of an anchor before? 
I've had a grandfather called Anchor, but apart from that... So you're telling me that you've never heard of, of Anchors before? Oh, we've got a boss fight now. Cheers. <laughs> you've never heard of an Anchor before? Uh, no. His, fi- his smile fades and he just looks down at his feet. He goes, your rooms are upstairs. <laughs> 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 oh god! Oh. Harry goes upstairs. He leaves. <laughs> I removed myself from the situation. I'm so glad you came here. Oh. I had this character planned and thought I'd never get to use him. Oh, Gorlia, quite confused. Follows, backs up, backs up, and says, "But I am interested in finding one if you have a boat." He doesn't talk to you anymore. Oh right, he all right. Just points to the I'll stairs. go to bed. I'll go to bed then. You guys have gone to bed. Okay, uh, after that's done, we cut back to uh, the empty Trident Square with Bryn outside Trinkets of Trident, listening in at the door. And um, I don't know if there's some kind of role you can do to make to let yourself hear what's going on in there more clearly. I think investigation for it. I, that sounds right. Yeah, investigation. Yeah, that should be good. Okay, so you can hear murmured voices. Murmured. Murmured. Cool. Murmuring voices. Um... He, he, um, Bryn kind of crouches down and puts his hand to the lock so as to get a better kind of hearing position. And he's roll of 15. Um, inside you can hear, um, a male voice and a, and a female voice. Um, and you can also hear an elderly voice. You can hear kind of um, this kind of sweet old man kind of talking, just like, Oh, I'm sorry, but if you want to buy something, you're going to have to come around here and, uh, and store hours when we're open. Uh, you hear the woman talk. Listen, you old, decrepit man. We're not here on your time. We're here on our time. And if you're going to waste my time and my employer's time, then maybe we're not interested anymore. Whatever anyone else can offer you, we will double it. The old man seems to be thinking for a second. He goes, just for just for the, the box? Just for the weird box thing? Yes, just for the weird box thing. You clearly don't know what the hell you're dealing with. So, and then the guy kind of pipes up and goes, okay, do you have to be this forceful? I mean, he's just an old man, dude. Listen, I didn't come here to waste my time with this guy, all right? We just, they're both silenced. And then you hear footsteps leaving the kind of main area and heading towards some kind of back room. And then there's, it's just silent from then on. Huh. Okay. You only heard two pairs of footsteps, which means, um... Fuck. I actually don't know what to do. Shit. I'd make a shit thief. Um... (laughs) Maybe try and pick the lock. Yeah, but there's people still in there, so I can't. There are side okay, Are there windows? Can you look through the windows, see if you can get a look at them? Yes, but the windows are because it's closed for business. The windows have the curtains down. That's why you couldn't see anyone. So like a side entrance or anything like that, like a side alley. It's attached to two other stores either side of it. I'll tell you some more information about the place. Actually, um, it's a small store. It's probably one of the uh, lowest looking stores in the place. There's only one floor. It's uh, it's attached either side to Jewels of the Tide and the Short Rest, which are two um, other little places that you could go to. Uh, outside, it has a kind of rickety sign saying Trinkets of Trident, which is meant to be all shiny and gold and maybe did at one point, but it's obviously very... <clears throat> It's very, um, it kind of, the, sh- the shore kind of reflects the, the age you could hear in the, the shopkeeper's voice in, in, in the way that it's tattered and, and aging. It doesn't look the most stable in the world and it probably would be real easy to pick that lock. However, there are still the people inside, so. Is, is Bryn stealthy enough that he could pick the lock and slide in? I think they'd hear the lock 
snapping no matter what. You're going to have to come up with something, Al. Knock on the window. Draw them away. Okay. Yeah. I really don't... I, I, I... <laughs> how tall's the building? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, but he's not a very strong boy. It's uh, one story high. Could you climb up? That's what I'm thinking, but yeah, he's not a very strong boy. I guess it would be athletics to lift yourself up on top okay, of the building. Alright, yeah. Bryn tries to haul himself up onto the roof of the building. Mm, nah. What's that? Six. Six. Nah, that's not going to be good enough, dude. You could just keep... Oh, actually, we're going to have to wrap up now. My mum's just got home. Um, Alright, so... Leaving us here, we have we have Harriet and Gourlier in the inn sleeping away, and we have Bryn outside of Trinkets of Trident waiting to see if he can get in, and uh, Callum's going to have a while to think about what he's going to do next. <laughs> Roughly over ten days, probably about two weeks, I'd say, to think about what he's going to do next. Um, join us next time on Travelers of the Unknown. Thanks for joining us, and we're going to cut off. We're going to stop recording now. Bye! <laughs>